Welcome to New Cities Marginalia Daily Readings and Prayers Podcast. Although we're unable to get together as often as we'd like, we're using this podcast to reflect and apply some of our daily Bible readings. You can always find our readings and prayers at newcitycincy.org slash readings prayers. During this time of distancing and during so-called normal times, these readings and prayers are a great way to be in concert with others in the church family. We may not be able to be in the same physical space, but we can all be reading the passages of Scripture together. My name is Brian Ferry. I'm one of the pastors at New City, and today is Friday, March 27th, 2020, and our Scripture readings are Psalm 135, which is a wonderful poem of praise for God's faithfulness in the past and a cry for God's care and blessing to be given in the future. For our Old Testament reading, we're on to Exodus 2, verses 1 through 22. It's the story of Moses' birth and his early life. You can watch The Prince of Egypt for a movie night tonight for extra credit. Our New Testament reading is 1 Corinthians 12, verse 27 through chapter 13, verse 3, which talks about spiritual gifts and begins one of the most famous passages in the Bible, the one about love, which is in tomorrow's reading, and also a sermon series we've got planned for this summer, 1 Corinthians 13. Um, God willing, we'll be able to study that passage together this summer. And then our gospel reading is Mark 9, 2 through 13, an account of what's often called the Transfiguration. It's the passage from Mark that I want to home in on for a couple of minutes. Let me read a bit of it. This is Mark, chapter 9, verses 2 and following. And after six days, Jesus took with him Peter and James and John and led them up a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them. And his clothes became radiant, intensely white, as no one on earth could bleach them. And there appeared to them Elijah with Moses, and they were talking with Jesus. And Peter said to Jesus, Rabbi, it is good that we are here. Let us make three tents, one for you and one for Moses and one for Elijah. For he did not know what to say, for they were terrified. And a cloud overshadowed them, and a voice came out of the cloud. This is my beloved son. Listen to him. And suddenly, looking around, they no longer saw anyone with them, but Jesus only. I know we've made several social distancing jokes here, but here's another example of it with Jesus taking just Peter, James, and John with him up the high mountain. They were apart by themselves, it says. It sounds like us right now, apart by ourselves. We're told then that Jesus was transfigured before them, meaning what? Well, his clothes became radiant, intensely white, whiter than any bleach or detergent could make them, even tied. Sorry, PNG folks. These three guys get a glimpse of something spectacular. They see Jesus in all of his glory. You know, most of the time, Jesus looks like the man that he is, not shimmering or shining. Isaiah 53 foretold that the Messiah would have no form or majesty, that we should look at him, and no beauty that we should desire him. That is, most of the time, Jesus looks just like Jesus. But here, here on this mountain, the disciples get a glimpse of reality beyond the situation of the moment. Maybe you've had a time in your life and your journey of faith where you've gotten a glimpse of the reality of Jesus' glory, not just Jesus as a man, but Jesus' glory. Sometime when a normal day or an experience was transformed into something extraordinary through the presence of Christ. In this transfiguration, Jesus isn't alone, but is joined by Moses and Elijah. Moses representing the law, and Elijah representing the prophets. Jesus is the better Moses, the fulfillment of the law. 
as well as the better Elijah, the prophet, fulfilling all the prophecy. You know, I love Peter here. He's a a ready jump set kind of guy. He opens his mouth, speaking without considering what he's saying, offering to make tents for these three greats. Verse 6 even tells us that Peter is making something up to fill the awkward silence because he doesn't know what to say. And to be fair, I'm not sure that any of us would know what to say because it says they were terrified. I'm pretty sure we'd be terrified too. So it's probably a good idea just to keep our mouths shut. After Peter's awkward offer of the tents, a cloud overshadowed them and a voice came out of the cloud, the voice of God. And the voice told who Jesus is and what the proper response should be. First, who he is, that this radiant man is God's beloved son. He is beloved. He's God's son, Jesus, God's beloved son. And then what are these guys and ostensibly us supposed to do? Listen to him. Listen to Jesus. God's beloved son. Listen to him. You know, we may never have an ecstatic, miraculous experience like this. The disciples walked with Jesus for years. And here only three of them got to see Jesus in all of his glory just this once. After the resurrection, Jesus appeared to the disciples and to others, and they encountered some of Jesus in his glory. But not like this. You know, and we experience the risen Jesus through his spirit who dwells not in a tent, but in us. But this transfiguration was something else. One of my favorite authors is a man named Frederick Beekner. He's a Presbyterian minister, but not like a normal one. Kind of like Mr. Rogers was a Presbyterian minister, but not a normal one. You know, Beekner was an author. He wrote novels, sermons, essays, reflections, poetry, and more. I don't necessarily agree with everything he says, but Beekner makes me think and helps me experience Jesus more. In a little book of snippets called Whistling in the Dark, he says this about the transfiguration. He says, this is as strange a scene as there is in the Gospels. Even without the voice from the cloud to explain it, they had no doubt what they were witnessing. It was Jesus of Nazareth, all right, the man they'd tramped many a dusty mile with, whose mother and brothers they knew, the one they'd seen as hungry, tired, footsore as the rest of them. But it was also the Messiah, the Christ in his glory. It was the holiness of the man shining through his humanness, his face so afire with it that they were almost blinded. Even with us, something like that happens once in a while face of a man walking his child in the park, of a woman picking peas in the garden, of sometimes even the unlikeliest person listening to a concert, say, or standing barefoot in the sand watching the waves roll in, or just having a beer at a Saturday baseball game in July. Every once in so often, something so touching, so incandescent, so alive, transfigures the human face that it's almost beyond bearing. And my hope and prayer is that you'll glimpse the glory of Jesus somehow, in some way, even in this enforced sojourn away from the church family in this time of isolation. Some glimpse that's so touching it's almost unbearable, as Beekner writes. Well, we want this podcast to be not just something you listen to and consume alone, but we hope that it can create discussion and help you connect with others. So call a friend, chat with your spouse, text someone from your community group, invite someone on FaceTime or Marco Polo, which 
someone told me is some sort of video app thing. Do some of that to keep the conversation going. Here's a question to help you do that. When have you gotten a glimpse of Jesus' beauty and glory, and what was that like? When have you gotten a glimpse of Jesus' beauty and glory, and what was that like? This is a, a prayer from the old Scottish prayer book called A Diary of Daily Prayer. You would pray with me. Now unto you, O Heavenly Father, be all praise and glory the day by day. You do richly fill our lives with various blessings, a home to share, kindred to love and friends to cherish, a place to fill and a work to do, a green world to live in, blue skies above us and pure air to breathe, healthy exercise and simple pleasures, our race's long history to remember and its great men and women to follow, good books to read and many arts and crafts to delight in, so much that it is worth knowing and the skill and science to know it. Those high thoughts that sometimes fill my mind and come I know not whence. Many happy days and that inward calm that you give us in days of gloom. The peace, passing understanding that comes from your indwelling in our souls. The faith that looks through death and the hope of a larger life beyond the grave. Amen. Well, if you think this podcast would be helpful to friends or family, feel free to share it with them and encourage them to subscribe. Links to subscribe can be found at newcitycincy.org slash social. Follow along on Instagram at New City Cincinnati or Facebook at New City Cincy for more resources for encouragement and comfort in these strange days. So long, everybody.